can't believe that you haven't seen it. Love it so much you really gotta stream it. Let me tell you every line right now. I can quote the whole thing since I was 12. Maybe your mom told you no. She said she wouldn't give you any money to go. And that's why movies we missed. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of the Movies We Missed podcast. I am your host, Brandon Greenhouse, and this is my lovely co-host, Jane Katie Hammer. Um, I do want to point out that, you know, we've been getting a lot of um, more um, mail from our listeners um, mm. about, you know, catching Jane, you know, busking, or just like... I do you busk. Know, out, she busks from time to time. I busk. Out, out, in, um, out in the world. Busk, mm-hmm. busk. Um, and just Find doing all sorts of in work and fun. multiple train stations. Multiple train stations. You can find Jane Choo Choo. In the um, Chicagoland area. In the Chicagoland area, in Peoria, mm-hmm. St. Charles, wherever. Um, but I do want to point out, if you want to have more of an eye on her, and you don't want to have to just check Crime Stoppers and stuff to see what's going on with her, <laughs> then you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Movies We Missed. And you can also find us... We tweet, tweet, tweeting away, rock and robin style, um, at MWM Chat on Twitter. Uh, Jane, it's so lovely to see you. You look wonderful as always. You're giving us very like natural look, stripped down. <laughs> Nothing but a t-shirt on. Um, so thank you. you. Yeah, I you try. What is the theme? Is wait, am I gonna? I'm gonna. Is it? What is the theme song to Crime Stoppers, the television show? Well, there's is... a crime. There's a crime, and we're gonna stop it. No, stop it. <laughs> you just made that up. What is, what is it? Crime Stoppers, Crime Stoppers, Crime Stoppers. Is that something? No, that's a theme song for Gob for Gobstoppers. <laughs> that's from something. I think it's Crime Stoppers. Is Crime Stoppers a TV show? Wait, no, it just came to me. I think it's Debt Stoppers, and I think it's from uh, local TV. Well, like you, a local you would know commercial. about that. <laughs> no, it's like one of those things that comes on at like, yeah, it is. it's Debt Stoppers, Debt Stoppers, Debt Stoppers. Jane knows, is she famously white knuckles it as she goes to, you know, Rena Center every month to, Center. to put down the the payment and talk to them about the the different amount that they're going to be getting than what was on the invoice. That reminds me <laughs> of when when I lived, my roommate, um, I'm not going to call him out, I'm not going to call him out, but I remember my roommate when we graduated and we had to like pay student loans for the first time. I remember like some months my roommate would just like write them a check for what he had available like I remember he like wrote them a check for like fifteen dollars one time. <laughs> he thought like it would be like a good, like a good faith payment. Like they'd be like, okay, you give it something. And they were like, no, boo boo. They sent it back. They were like, nice try. <laughs> they sent the check for fifteen. Yeah, back? they were like, we're do this. What are we gonna do with ten dollars when you owe, also, when you owe us two hundred? <laughs> nice try. I mean, they were 
there were many months where I didn't pay my student loan payments in my 20s, and I just, that phone just kept ringing and ringing. They used to hear so, like, They were ruthless. They called me, they called my parents, my parents were like, pay your loans! (laughs) Your parents were just like, new phone with this. (laughs) Oh, Dave said if they accept it, then they have to accept it as full payment. Interesting. So they refused to accept the payment because it wasn't a full payment. They were like, no, that ledger's gonna stay just like it is. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna owe that too, huh? Um, Anyways, it's a crime. <laughs> it is, and you know who can stop it? Gobstoppers, 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 sweet tree. Um. Anyways, you know what's a how... racket? We we're talking about rackets earlier. Oh, seconds what's ago. a racket? What's a racket is those Cadbury egg commercials. Have you noticed that they haven't updated those commercials since 1984? And they show what? no signs of, like, any it's plans to little, do so. It's the little bunny with the big Cadbury egg? Absolutely. But have the commercials are they're still in that soft focus. And I know that they have those meetings, like the Cadbury execs, the bigwigs at Cad. They have those meetings, and I know that somebody's like, should we, like, maybe, like, re- at least, like, maybe restore the com- the commercial and they're like the hell the hell no. we will why we're why if, if, it, if it ain't we got a corner broke, on the Easter market it. we're what not doing a damn thing these commercials worked like, in 1984 they're working now but really what made you think of that because it's currently October <laughs> I just thought about it because I'm always like I get because I always am like man they still haven't updated the commercial but then I'm also always like I get it you're going for like you well you're going for the nostalgia factor and you're hoping that yeah just, and it hits know, every time cover up any cracks but then at the same time you're also like Easter it's like a weekend like you don't you're not, you're not <laughs> invest a bunch of money in that it's not Halloween exactly so so like, no. that's why they're not investing a lot of money in the advertising they're just doing what works and then you run to your little store and you have your little cadbury egg because you saw it on tv and you have a craving do you think that the execs at cadbury do you think that everybody just calls them like those cadbury kings like when they <laughs> like the ceo and his boys or his girls um i don't know like the i kings would say rolling no because isn't cadbury a british company so Cadbury. I feel like you heard me. <clears throat> what is this voice? That was master. That was my masterpiece. Like them calling t- tackling Cadbury is like a. Problem. I have to say that is a t- a timely reference. Five oh four um, boys coming at you from New Orleans. We show you how we do it. We go cracking them Cadbury eggs every year, every year. Get them half off at that at that CVS. You heard me. Well, so. you gotta go the weekend after Easter to get them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, nobody's buying it. No, if you're getting, if you get Cadbury's from me and my home, they're at least a year old. Get into it. <laughs> you know what though? You know, you know, you know what hooks me? And this is a Cadbury product. And I think you probably already know this, but it's the Cadbury mini eggs. I Oh yeah. Love those things. Yeah, we housed the bag of and in fact, too long ago. <laughs> well, they that were was the light fall. Work. <laughs> okay, so we got like the fall version of it, which was called like the Cadbury like Harvest Collection, mm-hmm. and it was basically just like they, they tried to make it look like Cadbury eggs, but dyed them fa- fall colors. But I'll tell you what, it doesn't hit the same because the candy shell on those was not as as hard as the Easter one. It's actually pronounced hoard. 
But continue. Hort. Sorry. Excuse me. Sorry. The the candy shell is not as hort on the Easter ones. Or sorry, on the harvest ones. And so it didn't give it's that actually pronounced Horvest? Hort. Sorry. The sorry. The 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 candy eggs were not as hort on the Horvest collection because they were um it didn't have that satisfying crunch and so therefore just made me wish it was something else so i'll say it i think they're cutting quarters at cadbury i think they're just like pushing them out whenever they can they're like like, we gotta get rid of these eggs we overestimated again (laughs) they're hoard and we need to come up with a new way to sell them (laughs) so Cover them in like autumnal colors. Call it the Horvis collection. Is used. That's harder for me to say than Hort. But um, Horvist. Horvist. That's almost like. It doesn't feel good. They should do a new commercial with the with the mom like showing up and being like you know, hey Becky, you've gotta you've gotta get to the store. I I was just at the you know I was just at the local grocery store and I saw that they've got the Hort Horvis collection out. You better hurry up though. Only as long as supplies last. <laughs> and by the... <coughs> sorry, just like choked. And by the way, Cadbury, that's free. That's for you. We'll give it to you for free. But if yeah, you do will. make a lot of money off of that commercial idea, we'll expect a, a sort of... Like a cut. A little bit of a cut. We don't no, have I love how you nego- I love how you negotiate down. Like already, like you, like you don't even believe in like yourself. You're just like, yeah, no, you can have it for free. But if you make a little money, then maybe we can make a little money too. Not too much, not too much, just a little bit, just you know, so it's not like robbery, you know. We're looking at you, Cadbury Kings. Do it right. Do it right. Do it right. Do us right, man. And speaking of being done right, Jane did me right this week. Um, she gave me a movie to watch. Um, by I the sure name did. of the Hunger Games. And, um, Did you go hoard for the hunger games? I went hoard for hunger. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I watched it. It was a movie, um, and it starred you did our watch girl. It. And it was our girl um, Jenny from the I suburbs. J La J La J La. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's, are you crying? Oh my god! No, I just Dave's. Guys. Dave's knows that it sounds like you get turned on by starvation, Brandon. Ugh, You're sick. Hunger. <laughs> the I'm thing hungry. that I, you guys can't see this, but the thing that I like that Brandon does is that when he does that, he when he does the hunger, he really throws his body back in a very it, aggressive way. My, I just don't get in the way of my body. I'm not doing it on purpose, but I'm also <laughs> not intervening. If yeah. that makes sense. You let your body do what it does. Um. So, do you want to talk about the movie? Yeah, I want to get that blurb from you. If you got it, Mama, your synopsis. You, you know, I got that synopsis ready. Blur, blurb it up. <clears throat> Welcome to Panem, formerly known as the United States of America. It is now divided into 12 districts. It is ruled by a totalitarian government where food and other necessities are rationed and no one is getting what they need. Stationed in each district are peacekeepers meant to dole out a healthy amount of justice should anyone speak up against the powers that be or break an arbitrary rule meant to instill fear and control the masses. Meanwhile, the fat cats in the capital are supping on expensive food and cloaked in the finest fabrics money can buy. 
In District 12, we meet Katniss Everdeen. She is strong, she is capable, and she is a survivor in a world made not for her. While they don't have much, Katniss and her best friend Gail look out for each other and each other's families. We meet Katniss the morning of the reaping. Primrose, her 12-year-old sister, is eligible for the first time to be selected for the Hunger Games. What does it all mean? Well, as a response to the rebellion against the government, give or take 75 years ago, they created these games so that the people of Panem would never forget what it cost them. From each district, there is a boy and a girl chosen at random to fight in the games. One becomes eligible at the age of 12 and ages out of the game at 18. Your name is entered once a year However, should you need extra supplies or food from the government at any time during the year, the name of your child gets entered into the pot each time you request it. The day the tributes are chosen for the games is called the reaping. Once the tributes are selected, they are whisked away to the capital where they spend a week training, preparing, getting pampered and paired with the stylist who gives them a head to toe makeover and grappling with how to handle the enormous task that has been put before them. What's that task? Oh, right. They are airdropped into an arena that is manipulated by a game maker and they must kill or be killed until one person remains the sole survivor and the winner of the games. Katniss and Prim suit up in their finest dresses and attend the reaping. An uncomfortable, doom-impending silence fills the air as we wait for the names to be called by Effie Trinket, the capital representative. Suddenly, the breath is knocked out of Katniss's lungs when she hears her sister's name echoing over the loudspeaker. How can it be? Prim's name is only in the pot one time. Before she has time to think, Katniss is rushing forward and saying the now famous line, I volunteer! I volunteer! I volunteer as tribute! It is settled. Katniss will take Prim's place in this year's Hunger Games. She, along with the baker boy, Peter Malark, will head to the capital where they must kill everyone and each other to become the victor of the 74th annual Hunger Games. May the odds be ever in her favor. <laughs> Whoa, boy. Whoa, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I know that was a very intense one, you know. Uh, <laughs> I mean, to fit the movie, as they say. Can I get a wowza? <laughs> <laughs> uh, a wowza! <laughs> Hold on one second. I'm just gonna you? get somebody to pick my job. It rolled under the under the table when it hit the floor. <laughs> you know, very that. Oh, that was a yeah. that's a horrible image. Um, it's disgusting. Ugh, We're living you know, it. You know, you painted. We're living it. Um, Janie, Janie, Janiekins. You um, <laughs> you gave me a movie to watch this week. I gave you um, a movie to watch. anybody says anything to the contrary, I'm going to flip out. <laughs> it would be a it lie. was a film, and it was released. It was a movie. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I knew it was very much within your wheelhouse of the things that you like. Yeah, you got me. You know my taste. <laughs> um, so it was released on March 23rd, 2012. Mm -hmm. um, it was made on a budget of 78 mil. 
Um, mm. And that's chump change for me and Jane. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's paltry compared to what, I what we do. I find that on the bottom of my purse every time. <laughs> exactly. Hey, hey, see if you can find one of those one of those horrid, horrid eggs in there for me, fam. Roll maybe to the bottom <laughs> of the purse or something. I want my Cadbury. Um, and it made 694.4 million dollars at the box office. Looks like we made our money back. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, absolutely. What I'm doing today. Um, so Jane hit the nail on the head, though. They did. They made their money back, and it looks like a a little bit more, just like about Mm -hmm. 620 million dollars more. So good for them. Um, the first thing that did, did you see what Dave just said? You yeah, two are he's sending sick. all sorts of just like messy messages. He's he's the resident troll here, mm-hmm. so he's the keyboard warrior who he's got a lot to say. He's consider, he's the woke police as he's as he's coined. <laughs> um, and I mean, if he's not if he's not going after you know Jane Polly or sending mm-hmm. messages to like Nancy O'Dell, then he's here and he's bothering us. So I mean, I guess in theory. Mm. I'm kind of like the Nancy O'Dell of this apartment, so I'll take that. Okay, yeah, I would absolutely give you that. Absolutely. Maybe, maybe you know what? I'm Deborah Norville. That's what I'm going to take for myself. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Jane Polly, who? <laughs> we all remember that. We all remember that beef, don't we? Can I get a? What between Deborah Norville and Jane Polly? Yeah. No, I don't remember that beef. <sighs> Doesn't matter. It, this is this is another podcast. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I, I will just yeah, we'll touch on it on robbed, but um <laughs> no, it was just um you know Jane Polly was a fixture at the Today Show, and then they brought in Deborah Norville because she was like younger, this former beauty queen, and mm. she sort of was brought Bigger in to hair. replace Jane Polly, and it was like this really big uproar, and she only lasted a couple of seasons, and then. She ended up ultimately being replaced as well. You know, it doesn't matter. So anyway, uh, it's it's interesting I, if you're into stuff like that, which I, I am. I certainly almost fell asleep, but okay. So this movie, um, you know, one of the first things I noted was the pilgrim inspired clothing. Um, mm. I thought um, that was really nice to see. Like, although these dresses look like what they're what they're selling over at Target right now. I was in there the other day, and I was like, yikes, this really? is fashion. Um, you know, it felt like a 1930s vibe, like a 1930s depression era to me. Yeah, with, I mean, I think like, that's what they were sort of echoing. The, yeah, but it was like interesting to pair that with all the technology they had, you know. I also thought it was interesting that like, I always think it's funny in movies when like they have two people and they like decide that they each need to like dye their hair the color of the other person. Ugh. Don't it's even so get me started me. on Peter Malark's blonde hair. It's upsetting. Yeah, he's got this blonde hair, and then we got Liam Hemsworth with brown hair, and it's like, why don't we just leave them both with the hair color that they had? Why was like, this? What did? What do you think this did to the story? It's the book series, and people get really crazy about the book series. Oh. I will say, I read the books, and the books are really good. They're young adult books. I read them as a young adult, probably maybe a little older than who they're written for, but still considered myself a young adult. So, sure. <laughs> whatever. Um, I have a question for you. Do you think you're a young adult right now? <laughs> I that would was say just like... a question. Inquiry. <laughs> it didn't sound like it was dripping in any sort of judgment at all. Good. So it I, pre- 
I appreciate your quote unquote unbiased question. Um, I would not currently consider myself a young adult. No, but okay. I did read this series when I was a younger adult and I could not put them down. They were, it was like, so the thing that I like think about this movie is that because it came out around the same time as like the Twilight franchise, or, like, on the, like, tail end. Or, like, you know, the Twilight Franchise, I think, it was, like, started in 2008. I think this movie was 2012. So it was, like, <clears throat> they were sort of in, like, not necessarily competition with each other. But, like, it's just so interesting to me, like, how in my mind I sort of paired these two together. But this is, like, so much of, like, a better series, I think, just, like, in terms of, like, the way that it was written, and then also the movies as well are, are just, like, much more interesting. I thought in that this movie came out um, in response to the de Desert Storm in the 90s. It, uh, like, it was an answer to the questions posed by Desert Storm, is what I thought. But I could okay. have been mistaken. <laughs> okay. Is that nothing so to do with the Gulf War? I would say this, I, I, I mean, I can't be 100% sure because I haven't seen everything on the internet, but I can say with like a pretty large amount of confidence that this had nothing to do with the Gulf War. Did you, was that something that you just sort of came up with? And, and I'd love to know um, what, how, how you put those two in, in conversation with each other. I just thought that we were dealing, I just thought that this was sort of like what was going on in like a fictional land as a result, like, you know, as a result of the war. That's what I thought. And so, I don't know. I'm crazy, maybe. But you know that the Gulf War was in the Middle East and not a fictional land called No, Kenya. no, of course. But I just didn't know if this was like a part of it, you know, like a Narnia situation or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to ask you to explain that because I don't even know how you could get there. I think, and I'm going to take a wild guess here, I think you're just throwing out words. <laughs> Can I be so, yeah, wrong? So I also thought it was really funny that they didn't have any money for certain things. But then they had money for like those fancy projectors that they used. Um, they were really poor, but they had these massive projectors up on the wall. And I thought, oh, well, those things are actually... Those are distributed by the Capitol because they want to make announcements and they proclamations and it's easier to do that when you've got big big screens in the in the town square. I'm using the term town exactly. Um, so it's like those are those are distributed by the government so that people get the news and know how to <laughs> straighten up and fly right, <laughs> as they would say. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought that there was a really there's a moment towards the beginning of the movie. Well, first of all, Elizabeth Banks is in this movie. She's been miscast. Spoiler. <laughs> um Dave said she's doing her best Tilda Swinton. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I know. There would have been I actually like Elizabeth Banks in this in this role. Or like but Helena I... Bonham Carter, totally her territory as well. Part like Yeah, this. totally. Um yeah. It it was an inter interesting choice. I'd love to see Sedaris tackle it. Um, oh, that would have been cool. Amy yeah, Sedaris. Elizabeth Banks is a weird choice. I feel like Elizabeth Banks isn't old enough to play this part. I feel like this character is supposed to like have like, I don't know. She doesn't. I. She doesn't. To me, she doesn't have like. I feel like the weight, the gravitas that I feel like. Hmm. I don't know, but that could just be me. And hey, I'm. I wasn't a producer on this one, so. Um, I, I mean, that's me. interesting because I think like. Uh, 
it, it's in my mind. It's and you've seen the whole to... story, Jane. So you, you're more familiar with it. That was just sort of like, right. my, no, no, you know, I, I'm not, I, six I, pence I, that I... Uh, none the richer. <laughs> um, but I, I'm not, I, I'm not arguing that necessarily it might be interesting to see someone a little more quirky in the role, but I don't think the age factor didn't really come into play with me. Like I she think, doesn't like, have any authority to me. I think that's probably oh, as a character okay. to me. I feel like she doesn't have, mm-hmm. so I don't really care. Um, and I also felt mm. like that outfit. I feel like the costume was wearing her a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean the, that's the thing. Like the the capital the 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 capitals costumes are so absurd. no, they're wild. We'll get into it. You better believe it. Um, she was just the first one I saw, and I said, "Huh, okay." Um, yeah. You got the call, huh? After who? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so pro- that is she, she a producer? Did I make that up? Maybe not. I mean, good for her if she is. Dave says Helena had five movies come out in 2012, so apparently she was booked and blessed and too good for the Hunger Games. I mean, who's too good for the Hunger Games? Though? You know you got at least a couple of movies, a couple of paychecks. I'm sure they would have bought her an, an extra chateau or something. I know, but think about Helena. She's probably doing like that final Harry Potter movie. Yeah, like, either, you know. yeah or messing around with stuff she shouldn't be touching, like that Sweeney Todd. <laughs> but, when did know. Sweeney Todd come out? I, I don't know. Too soon. Whenever. Too, <laughs> too soon, soon and too late. All too late and too soon. <laughs> if my girl Angela Lansbury isn't in it getting her flowers, then... <laughs> then goodbye. Did she, like, originate it on Broadway? and every other octogenarian that I know, out. Oh, Because if you want to talk about a murder she wrote, go check oh. out the original Broadway cast recording. Because my girl kills it. Oh, they don't just hand out Tony Awards. I'm <laughs> just saying. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely mm-hmm. um the the next thing that i had mentioned that i thought we should discuss was i thought jennifer lawrence's face was hilarious when they called her sister's name it was like the oh funniest my God. Thing. <laughs> what? no she just made like a really funny face it was just like <laughs> it was really funny it made me laugh <laughs> did you get emotional at all when when she was like you were not emotionally invested in this movie at all no. it didn't make it didn't make you s- sad or like when she what? When she like, no, no. Well, because she made that funny face, so that was really what took priority for me. And then <laughs> oh um, she's like, I volunteer. 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 I kind of surprised the director wasn't like, we're gonna go easier. Oh um, my god. The director, I'm so... surprised the director wasn't like, in the words of Adele, could you go easy on me? Um, <laughs> There was, there's literally never a time where I watch that scene and I don't tear up. I get so emotional <laughs> thinking about, I mean, the the thing is, is like the, the idea of the Hunger Games is so horrifying to me. Like, like what a horrible thing for a government to do. It's like you've, rebe- like, because you have decided to like speak up and rebel against this totalitarian government, we are going to take your children and put them in like a battle royale style, like fight to the death. And we're going to watch it on TV and like clap through it. It's like horrifying to me, which is why I, I, you know, (laughs) get a little emotional. I get so emotional, baby. Um, okay. So that also, I found her sister really exhausting. Um, she was just like, she was, oh, God. It was like, send her to the wolves, please. She was so like, ugh. I don't know. I don't do well with like, I don't know. It's just like, something about her was so annoying. And she was just like, 
And I was like, enough. Brandon, I just want to ask you a question. She's going in for you. She's going in there for you. Yeah, she's Buck very up. sad about that. <laughs> I just imagine you in the fucking Hunger Games. Like, imagine if you were up there 12 years old. What would you do, baby boy? You would be... I mean, maybe I would. Maybe I would. It was just like something about it just didn't really work for me. Um, So, yeah, I wasn't here for that. I was ready for her to go in, actually. There's also a moment where all the kids raised their hands and they were doing like the Trekkie sign with their hands in like this like... They were doing like the Trekkie thing. All the kids raised one hand. They were like, applaud Cadmus for like her bravery, I guess. And then nobody applauded. Was this at the end, you mean? No, this is at the beginning. And then everybody, oh. like, stuck their, like, Trekkie hand up. And they were all doing, like, the Trekkie sign, which I thought was copywritten. They're, like, so they're not doing... So Help my fingers. Brandon's... Brandon, okay, so you guys can't see this, but Brandon's hands cannot move in the, like, in the way that he it's wants to. It's his pinky over here that's causing the problem. It's like... It's like... It's, it's a pinky. It's, he can't oh, no. join together his, his pinky join? and his ring finger and then his oh, no. <laughs> middle finger and his index finger. Oh, Dave can kind of Dave do can't do it either. Oh, no. no. You, you guys, can do it. Dave can barely do it. I can do it with ease. <laughs> also, last, our producer flipping us the bird. Last <laughs> night, also, I took a, I took a bath. Oh, it was just for Jane. I took a bath and I touched my knee and I moved my leg like as I was touching my knee. And it was like, it was like I could feel the creak. Like I couldn't hear it. But in both of my knees, right underneath my kneecap, when I move my knee back and forth, I can feel like a... Like, it's like, I can't hear it, but I can feel what the sounds like. You know what I'm talking about? Honey, every time I get up, it sounds like I'm popping popcorn. But no, 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 no. You can you can hear that. I'm talking about literally your hand on top of your kneecap and then uh-huh. moving your knee back and forth. And I can like, and it's like, a, you can feel the creak. <laughs> I don't feel the creak. I'm oh, doing no, it. It's I that do. fucking arthritis is just waiting for me. <laughs> anyway, so that happened. And then I, yeah, I was, my mind was blown by the putting the names in the bowl or putting your names in the thing. And like, if you ask for food, like she tells her sister, like, don't ask for food. If you ask for food, then your name goes in the pot again. I was like, that's fucking horrible. It's Um, such a fucked up system because it's like, we're not going to give you enough food. And when your family is starving and you have literally no other options, you can ask us. But your child then might be put up for this, like, horrible fucking thing and the thing is that's why Katniss learns to hunt because she can find food that way and then also sell it and make money but that's illegal well also um it's like in that in that moment I was thinking like I mean unless it's like a Giordano's like a deep dish or something then I'm sure it's worth it Uh, these people (laughs) these people aren't getting anywhere near a Giordano's do you think do you think any of the parents ever like ask for food and put like the kid's name in and then just like house the food like in the corner outside of their home <laughs> before secretly? they go in. <laughs> like legit just like just you're like, trying acting to get... like they are getting like a hot and fr- hot and ready from fucking little caesars they're getting like a bag of grain to feed their family oh, for like a week i was thinking like a bag of like lace <laughs> potato chip but like one of those family size bags and then just like <laughs> sitting on the side of the house, just like demolishing it before you go back in. Your breath like, is smelling like sour cream and onion. 
Knowing it's you like, put your kids why do you, mommy, why do you smell like Cool Ranch? And it's like, shut up, bitch. Get ready yeah, for the like, hunger don't game. Don't you worry about it. You get ready for the game. That's what you do. <laughs> your name's in there ten times, kiddo. Ten. <laughs> well, did ten. you catch Gail in the beginning? was like, my name is in there 42 times. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, that's so awful. What? The like, anxiety yeah. that I would feel year-round about the hunger oh, games. Absolutely. There's Nightmare. also the moment that she drags her mother for fucking filth before she leaves. <laughs> she pulls her mother aside and she's like, she's you like, cannot. You are, she's like, you are not a real one. You never have been. That's why dad left. But I have to go. So this is the part where you make believe like you are a capable mother and you take care of your damn child for a little while, huh? Pretend to be a person who is respected in the community and who is capable of gathering water and making, like, porridge for your kid every day. And, and taking care of your 12-year-old daughter because I'm not here to do it anymore. Pretend to be a person who <clears throat> bathes on a regular basis, who is um, a beacon of the community. Act like that type of person and maybe it will come to be and the disgrace of your existence will be forgotten. <laughs> until I get back. And then she hands her like a mom of the year t-shirt and walks out of the door. I just thought that was the most Hands her, she throws it at her. She chucked it at her. She got one of those yeah. t-shirt guns that they have sometimes. And just like, the did it at close range right in her face. Yeah, and she, she like three of them too. And, then, and, and one of them said world's best dad and she said, oh, I guess we won't be needing that one. And then she threw that one in the trash and she farted and then she walked out. And so her mom had to deal with, like, the tooth that was left in the room. I thought, this is all just so disrespectful. But I felt where she was coming from, and she made her point. Well, actually, the movie did, like, a not a great job at describing this. And maybe they describe it in later movies, but her father died in a mining accident. And then her mom, like, checked out. And so Katniss had to, like, basically, like, take She over. said, she said, you're the reason she... Dad threw himself in that mine. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought I was must savage. have missed that piece of dialogue. You probably went to go to go get some more of those uh, those hoard uh, Camberry eggs, and it probably distracted hoard. you for a second. <laughs> hoard autumn, hoard cider, hoard eggs. Um, so Hutchinson, he's got this blonde hair. I've oh already God, not brought it up. Liam, for some reason, it's, has it's this because hair. like in the book they said Peter Mark has blonde hair, but it's like the actor you hired does not have blonde hair, and he doesn't look like a. It's like just stop. People who don't have naturally blonde hair, you can tell when they, they don't diet. look like it. They never look like it. They natural, never do it. I am a person who dyes my hair blonde, and I couldn't look less natural. And it's Absolutely like I know. No. <laughs> Thanks for the people <laughs> in the back. <laughs> am I right? Yeah. And I don't you. know why they they continue to do this. It's like just let him have brown hair. Like people Well, all can... you think is like, oh, they're poor, but he can afford like some I guess just from his, like, or L'Oreal highlights? he's got his hands on. Those frosted tips. For... What in the Ron Perlman is going on? Um <laughs> so that and then also there is um there's this moment so there's a moment towards the end of the movie when like a bunch of stuff has happened. Um and like and Pika and Nope. <laughs> I was so excited for this episode because I was like, what is he gonna do with these names? <laughs> Pika What is it? <laughs> Sorry. Wait, what is it? Stop. <laughs> 
What is it? <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. It's pita. Pita. Oh, pita, like the bread. Okay. Yeah, but it's spelled so, differently. Sure. So <laughs> the, pita, the biggest so, shoulder shrug of all time I just got, by the way. So, so pita, when pita, because the whole thing is that he wants to be with her. There's like, there's this moment where they're like in hiding or like they're in this cave, which has cameras in it, apparently. Um, and they like are touching each other and like she's sort of like taking care of like Pita and he's been injured <laughs> and then they kiss and then like the camera like goes back to like her district and we see her boyfriend um the Liam Hill Well character. her best friend Gail 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 I would have never <laughs> guessed that name I was going to come in with something wild so thank you for that um so they so they we see Gail and um Gail is, like, taking it all in and kind of, like, a little bit heartbroken, it looks like. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, like, what did you expect? Like, these two are fighting for their lives. Like, they are existing on a different... They are on a different plane. Like, they are both just looking for human touch to, like, get them through the night. Like... I know. It is... Like, just stop. Let go of any, like, preconceived notions that you have about, like, what love looks like. Because they've had to make deals with the devil in order to survive in this game that you will never understand. And, like, they're fundamentally changed after going through something like this. Oh, there's no going back. The Katniss that you knew before is not the Katniss that is going to return if she wins this game. Which, spoiler alert, she and PETA end up winning the game. They do it. There's two more movies. She's going to be... What it, I don't know what they called it when you went to the doctor to get your checkup. Was it called Catching Fire back then? I don't know if you <laughs> or something for it. But, it, but that's the name of the next movie. So um, you never know. I mean, the thing is, also, I'm like so... So they like are kissing in that cave, and I just thought, like, why are you doing this? Honestly, none of you have seen a toothbrush in... Uh, weeks maybe i don't know that's how always a thing with past. movies we watch where we see people just like getting down and dirty and you're like that must just be a, a, I don't a even symphony know. of smells as they say that's gotta be just one of the dankest decisions that has been made <laughs> like i know that there is a stew of body odors well also be- like when you watch like period pieces like oh I, yeah because they weren't bathing it, every day Mama. they weren't they were bathing, bathing like, like once like, a week you know I love that show Outlander, but they are, and they, it's a very, like, they're, they're having sex all the time in that show. And you barely see anybody get even near a bath, let alone a toothbrush. But the thing is, I feel like, I guess it's like, that's your normal. So, like, I guess so. used to the dink. So, you'd probably would, be weird if oh. somebody, like, you know, smells But like the thing about Aunt Outlander is that she travels from the 1940s. She probably back brings some stuff time. with her then, probably. No, she doesn't. It was an accident. She didn't. So, she travels, she time travels to the 1700s. So, like, her normal is not the same normal. Everybody, everybody probably smells like BO, piss, and shit, and like morning breath all the Does time. Does she ever walk in a room and just say, why does it smell like dick in here? <laughs> in like a castle and like a group of knights just turn and look at her and give that Tim the tool man <gasps> and she's like it's it's danker than it should be even for this time period that we're living even for this time period and I've I've been, I've been here a while I'm getting used to what the standard is and this is bad <laughs> call me call me crazy burn me at, burn me at the stake and call burn me, me a say, witch call me a witch which they do at one point but, but I'm gonna I'm gonna need somebody to cast a spell on one of these crotches <laughs> with some soap. And I'll, At this point, we're going to need bleach. 
yeah, this is we need some silkwood showers to happen because this is just it's too dank for its own good. Um, so that is probably happening. She's probably a lot of like ladies and maidens walking in and just being like, it does smell like ass. Um, and also Stanley Tucci has, um, has a bumpet in his hair. His blue hair, <laughs> he's got a full on Jersey Shore bumpet in the front. <laughs> It's like kind of in the back. It's this like, and his like hair color changes all the time from like bright blue to purple. I think he's got the whitest teeth you've ever seen. But I mean, I just love, I love seeing the Tooch anywhere. You know, of course, no, we love, we love Stanley Tucci. We talk about, talk about underutilized. You know, let's give Tooch Tooch's flowers. Um, The thing is, it's like. You know when so he's like the commentator. He's like the commentator. Uh, he he is he is lives in the capital and he mm-hmm. sort of hosts the TV. He's a TV show host and he hosts like the Hunger Games and so he talks sort of like a sports commentator would about the games and stuff like that. And he just every role he does, he just fucking sells me on. I just believe him. I always believe him. And for someone who you see all the time in a bunch of different roles. Like sometimes it can be hard to think of them as the character that they're playing, but I never have that issue with Stanley Tucci. He's just so good. Even when he's in a bright blue fucking wig in like, you know, ridiculous clothing and talking about, you know, the hunger games. This is a big, um, it must be, this is a big hair movie. Um, (laughs) we have him in this way. We also have Woody Harrelson in the wig that Owen Wilson wore in you, me and Dupree. Um, Which I think actually technically was just Owen Wilson's hair. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, you're the one who's always telling me about it. Everybody got extensions, so I assumed it was some clip-ins that maybe Owen loaned Woody for this. It could project. be. It could be. Um, I haven't looked at it closely. So that's that's happening. We were actually talking. We talk a lot about long hair here. We were mm-hmm. talking about Lee Pace, who is who is rocking the long hair and looking and really looks good. Great. With it. Mm-hmm. Um, and really just showing the girls out here. You know how it's supposed to be done. I mean, Absolutely. it helps if you're six foot five and have that face, but and, and um, extremely hot. <laughs> yeah, all those things worked out. If you're hot, it's funny. This is an interesting thing I've observed. If you're yeah. a hot person, uh-huh. um, you can really get away with anything. You know, and you know that you know what that's true. And I, you're probably the first person to muse on that. And I think honestly, it, it's it's interesting to think about. You know, the hotter you are. Um, <laughs> the more you get away with <laughs> you can be not only uh you can not only like wear whatever you want and just like you know go crazy in a fashion sense but you can also probably be like a little bit more emotionally manipulative than ugly people and jane as a hot person have you found that your hotness though has also been like a double-edged sword <laughs> The compliments are few and far between, but I'll take them, and I am going to revel in this for a moment. But I will say that oftentimes, <clears throat> and I know that Jessica Biel and I have have had the same issues where it's like people don't take you seriously because you're so hot, and mm, it's almost preach. like an albatross that I have to wear. Where it's like, <laughs> don't you want to know about me? You know, and sorry if I'm getting choked up here because it's just. Take it's your something time. that's been so hard for me to be so Take your beautiful. time. Weave your tail, girl. Um, to, to have people come up to you and say, 
are you a model all the time? So, you know, I, I work through it and it's like, no, I'm not a model. I'm a rocket scientist. <laughs> I can be both, you know, I can you be just both. just tell them, you say, no, yeah. I study rockets. <laughs> thank you, but no thank you. Maybe I could fit it in if I wasn't busy studying freaking rockets all the time. <laughs> working for Nessa and also being absolutely unapproachably beautiful. <laughs> exactly. I don't, know. I don't know what that voice is. But... It was really sexy. <laughs> um, and then we have Wes Bentley doing Prince cosplay, it seems. <laughs> yeah, this, he's like, definitely got a Prince vibe. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, it was, it was very, it was very strong. Um, the facial hair, I don't understand. Like, it's it was a like... lot. Dave really wanted it to be Jason Schwartzman. <laughs> Did he say that's Jason Schwartzman? Or he was like, I No, he want just Jason said this should this be. Part. He said he's doing his best Jason Schwartzman. Oh, um, that's a good. That would be a good, like, switch up for sure. Jason Schwartzman would be, Schwartzman would be good in this movie. The weirdest thing Did in you... this movie. Hmm? What are you oh, say? sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Give me the question. I'm ready for it. Wes Bentley yeah. plays Seneca Crane, the game maker. Yeah. <laughs> And I was wondering, did you understand at the very end? Because I was like, I don't feel like I would get this if I hadn't previously read the book. But, you know, so at the very end of the Hunger Games, the they said <clears throat> they had changed the rules where two people could win if they were from the same district. So at the end, it ended up being PETA and Katniss who defeated everybody. And then they came back back on the loudspeaker and they're like hey don't mean to pull the rug out from under you but we've changed the rules back again and now there can only be one victor so you guys got to kill each other and then Katniss says <laughs> not on my watch we are going to kill ourselves take some of these berries these poisonous berries Peta. I shall take some of my own in my own hands and then we shall ceremoniously tip them into our mouths and kill ourselves to prove a point about this government playing with our lives but before they do that obviously the game maker comes on he says wait 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 stop you are both the winners of the 74th annual hunger games so this upsets president snow the president of the dis of the whole thing um and so what he does is Played by a distracted Donald Sutherland. <laughs> so when you when he goes back to his room, there's like a bowl of those poisonous berries. And then they sort of cut away. So in the book, you find... I don't know if this is made clear, but like Seneca Crane has to eat those berries and kill himself. Otherwise, he's going to be executed by President Snow. And they don't really make that clear. No, in this that was movie. not made clear. Also, why? Because they because they because got around. Because he because he created a game where they were able to get around, and it's a very dangerous job to be a game maker because if you don't do it properly and within satisfaction of you know President Snow, then your life is at risk. 
Oh, and I did not get that at all. Yeah. No. It's not really explained. And I, I can't remember if they explain it in, like, the next movie. Because in the next movie, there is a new game maker who is played by... Oh, give it all away, Jane. Give it all away. Oh, I'm sorry. I won't give it away. Because we can watch it. We, we'll, we'll do the series. But... I'm trying to look I'll out for the it. listeners, you know? I don't want that. But I just do. wanted to see if you got that. Because I was like... No, not I at all. Would... Okay. Interesting. So, no, I sorry. understand what was happening with them. Um... No, that was a no. That was a, a good point. Um, I was gonna. What was I gonna bring up? I was to bring up. Uh, they had this really ugly guy in the movie named Lenny Kravitz. Um, <laughs> Famously unattractive guy like, named what Lenny Kravitz. A butterface. No, he's <laughs> absolutely beautiful. Don't worry, he still hasn't aged. So everything's right with the world. He's also like almost sixty, isn't he? And he yeah, looks no, like he's he twenty two. Exact same. He is just. Did you see that Instagram? A oh, well, first of all, Channing Tatum is now dating Zoe Kravitz. Yeah, she's saw that. Which is, in and of itself, crazy. But I guess like. Lenny posted a picture of his like abs on Instagram and Channing Tatum was like, dude, you got to show me or whatever. Like, how, how do you even get abs like that? And it's like, it's actually not fair. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, I didn't know where you were going with dude, you got to show me. I was just like, that's her father. Oh, sir. like how to get those abs. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, he, was like, <laughs> he wasn't like, let me get first a, of all, let me get a look he's, not trying, he's not trying to like move through the family. <laughs> like, he was just was being like, like wow, those are some incredible abs. We got to work out together, maybe? I don't know. Just trying to... I'm sure Lenny Kravitz his... doesn't know... I mean, it's just his body. I'm sure he's just like... That can't be you, just genetic. No, no, no. He's probably doing, like, Krav Maga and stuff. Um, I don't see him, like... I can't see him, like, in a gym. Like, I can't see... <laughs> I don't see Lenny Kravitz, like, like, working out at the gym with, like, The Rock. Like, I can't see him doing... I don't see him doing burpees. I feel like... He's like, I don't know. I feel like, like he does like Pilates and like yoga. Yeah, I feel like that like kind that. of thing. Yeah. And also, as we've talked about before, if you look like that and you've looked like that your whole life, all you have to do is maintain, which is so right. much easier than trying to turn that into your Get body. There. You, yeah. He, so he has a different baseline. He's had right. abs his whole life. He just has to keep abs and not not have them. <laughs> and he seems like he lives one of those like super like, uh, you know, like um you know, lives, he's living those lives very holistic and like, I'm sure all natural and probably hasn't like, you know, eaten a, a pork slider ever. So like, I'm sure <laughs> also he's like very wealthy, his... can like pay for whatever training he needs. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, yeah. or maybe they just come in and like, you know, do like an ab, an, an ab touch up like once a year. He's got a service. I think, I think this is also a good place to remind our audience that everybody is a good body. <laughs> Oh, of course. Let him know. Let him <laughs> and know, we, And we ourselves feel that way, even though we have trouble. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, no. Everybody is a, is we a good body. We struggle personally with body With Lenny Kravitz's body. As everyone else does, you know? Yeah. So yeah. sometimes it's hard not to lust over really perfect abs. Um, but, you know, society we live in. And Lenny Kravitz yeah, is great. Yeah, no. Yeah. And he plays Cinna the stylist and he, it's he funny does, because yeah. he is like the rest of the capital is like the capital people are like dressed insanely and he's like I'm just going to put on this gold eyeliner and that's going to be like my vibe for And that's movie. my moment. And he's he needs and like emotional <laughs> He's like emotional support for like Cad Cad yeah. and Peta and um it doesn't matter. Um <laughs> And uh, he's emotional support for them. 
and there is um there's this moment where they are sort of like they're trying to sort of they're trying to ingratiate themselves to the public because there's this whole thing about how like you know public support makes it possible for you to get your hands on like just uh weapons and things like that like having garnering that support from the public and getting people sort of rallying behind you is a, is a really positive thing for pr and like katniss seems to not completely understand this even though they keep <laughs> saying it to her and it's like get it through your head do you want to make it home to your family or not you're worried <laughs> like, about the wrong things there's like and like be likable that's all you have yeah, to be likable and like start by getting rid of that scowl <laughs> and um there's a moment where Peta is like being interviewed by tucci's character and then they're you know they're like do you have a sweetheart back home and he's like no and then they're like what really you you're such a handsome guy whatever whatever that means and then he's like um he's like actually i don't have a sweetheart back home because she's standing right over there i brought her with me and everybody's like what <laughs> and then like cadness like you know she lays into him when he gets back backstage and she's like, how dare you bring me? How dare you bring me into this? You don't talk to me. And then all of a sudden you see a crush on me. And like, <laughs> that is one of the worst like, lines of this whole movie. It's so stupid. That is the thing that like makes me feel like, that is like twilight esque writing yeah. where it's like, come on, stop it. Like, yeah, it was too much. And they're like, no, this is good for you. This is good optics. Cadness. This can help keep you alive. And she's like, huh? <laughs> and it's like put him down um so that was a really funny moment and then they put yeah. her in this sexy like red fire dress that like wows the crowd it's just the girl like on fire. everybody's been to like the local like the prom store in town and like <laughs> grabbed a bunch of gowns and everybody's in their their best everybody's in their 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 sunday best for you know their parading of like all of these like hunger games uh participating players it's so weird that they're like legit children here also there's like small children like competing against like grown ass people like you've got like well, an, you know 12 is yeah. the 12 is like the entry level though some of these people look younger than 12 my goodness well i mean rue remember rue played famously by a man amanda stenberg mm -hmm. um and uh yeah i was really surprised to see to see her in this movie i was like who is that i was like, oh my god that's amanda stenberg um yeah i think i think they go by they them pronouns oh thank you yeah yeah i was I, really surprised might do to both see she and they but i'm not sure i, I well, know for sure they but... no well then i was surprised to see them in the movie and was not expecting that they were great and did you did you at sad. least cry when no. rue died no brandon my god you're heartless even when she does a little like flower bed and then she does the katniss does a like defiant like three fingers which i guess I, the thing the thing about that it's like the that she raises up three fingers to the um uh camera and then mm. the rest of Rue's district does it as well mm. and i guess mm. it's like an old i i, I don't remember it's like it's, it was like in solidarity it's, with them i thought it's yeah. yeah it's like in solidarity with them might be like an older symbol of like the rebellion from before i'm not sure but like this is the moment that like sparks the rebellion that that starts happening in the districts as this game the hunger games are going on and this is why president snow like doesn't like Katniss and doesn't want her to win. And this is when President Snow starts rustling up those um rustling up those berries. 
like, yeah, for Seneca. For our old game builder over there. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, and so so that's all happening. What were you going to say? Did you like the character of Rue? It made me feel like it was like, you know, it mirrored her sister, obviously. And so that was a, a sad loss, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that was sweet. That relationship. Yeah. Um, and then, um... <laughs> You are giving me nothing, boo. <laughs> it was cute. No, it was, it was cute. It was it was a nice little uh, relationship that developed there. Um, I thought that was really that was really sweet what developed between them. Okay, I have a question for you. Yeah. So we've talked about, we've talked about the names and their ridiculous names, right? Yeah. We've got Cinna. We've got Hamich. We've got Peta, Cato, Seneca, Thresh, Caesar Flickman. There was a thrush in there too, I think. I, I think it was just thrush, but it does it remind was just me. Just a little thrush, yeah. Just a little thrush. Um, what if you had to pick a Hunger Games name? What would you call yourself? That's a good question, isn't um, it? I was thinking about this myself. Okay, first one that comes to mind, although mm-hmm. uh, first one is Ruxpin. <laughs> Like Teddy? <laughs> yeah. I like Ruxpin. Um, What's your last I like, name? I like Diger. Diger is a good one. I liked, uh, in my mind, Sinley came up. Yeah, that's a proper amount of stupid. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the names are wild. Um, Insane. Also, I love this like rabid group of like the the like the cool kids, I guess, who are like Oh my god, they're horrible. They're all in like these these ill-fitting like club Monaco polos and <laughs> they are just out of control and they are like sizing up the competition, they're trying to scare mm-hmm. people. They're really like pushing their weight around. Um and like I think that Cadness sort of catches on to that really quickly and she's very much trying to like she's very much like trying to help Pika to like create a world nope. where <laughs> Pita. She's very much trying to help Pita create a world like where he can be seen as like not. I mean, not bottom of the the rung, I guess, so to yeah. speak. She's like, she's like, oh, go, you can. One thing you can do well, you can throw bags. You can throw really heavy <laughs> bags. So go over there and throw that big ball. Oh my That'll god. Show That'll get him. It's so embarrassing. The thing is is Peta is just like consistently saved by Katniss. I mean like he's like always wanting to sacrifice himself for her, but she's just like constantly saving his ass. And oh, yeah. like the thing that like <laughs> it's so funny to me when he's like they're like training in the room and <laughs> Katniss like walks up to him and he this everyone's like punching each other and like blowing shit up and starting fires and you walk over to Peta and he's just painting a little picture on his arm and she's like yeah he's doing origami in the corner and it's just like nature's gonna take care of you he's like i used to decorate the cakes in the shop so i can paint my arm like a tree and then it's like just working on a little mural over here (laughs) you know in remembrance um well i remember thinking like how are you going to get these materials in the game? How are you going to get your little brushes and your paint? And then, like, later she finds him after they change the rules of the game. She runs to find him because she finds out that she can win with PETA. And so she finds him and he's, like, 
painted up like a rock covered in moss and i'm like where did you get the materials to do this and also oh, yeah. how did you paint your face without a mirror you just also start that, going and be like i hope blue, this looks right that blue when he's in that the blue fantasy that she finds him in with his gash in his leg <laughs> he's looking for him towards the end yes, of the movie and that's what like, i'm talking about yeah, and he's like blended into the rocks yeah, into the rock yeah. yeah, it's a lot. It's like, how'd you get in this position? How'd you paint yourself <laughs> into this? You would need assistance. Yeah. Um, so and you that... wouldn't be able to see if it looked right. Like, do you also, have a mirror with you? No, it's insane. And, it, and it's impossible <laughs> is what it is. Um, also, there's a moment where um, sort of like the group of like, you know, bad guys like Kato. And Mar- Marvel, by the way, who I was looking at and I was like, I know Marvel. I know this actor. It's freaking Jack Quaid. It's uh, it's the son of. Oh my God! Let me look this up. Of Dennis Quaid. Yeah, and the mom. Um, what's her face? Meg Ryan. Yeah, put some respect on her name. <laughs> look, you know I'm a Meg Ryan stan. Get yeah. out! You know I All am. Right. I didn't know he was in this movie. Yeah. What so, else is he um, in? Um, oh, this and then a couple of other things. He's on um the boys. Oh, I don't watch that show. Is that a good show? Yeah, it is. Um, So, uh, yeah, so that was funny. But um, this whole group, they're out of control. They're ravenous. And there is um, this moment where Katniss has sort of figured out towards the beginning of the movie that she's just going to live in these trees, basically, and try and just ride this bad boy out and let everybody (laughs) just die. And then slide down and have her moment. And then um, she's hiding. And then this group, led by, like, Kato and... Um, Marvel, and then, and Clove, and um, they're all like Glimmer. Chasing. Glimmer. Mm-hmm. They're all chasing after, um, chasing after her and looking for her. And then you realize that they've got, they're using like Pika as like bait to try and like figure Say out Say his who... name wrong one more time. Pita, sorry. <laughs> they're using Pita as bait to try and like find her. So, he, so Pita's like trailing behind them. And, and they're also like... basically... Within earshot, the cool kids. Well, yeah, within earshot of him, they're like, they're like, are we gonna kill him yet? Like, no, no, not yet. And it's just like knowing that death is like just a door knock away. Um, is <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I think she went, I think she went this way. Yeah, 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 no, I, I'm definitely gonna make myself fucking useful. It's like, okay, no, I'm a value to you guys. I, I'll show it. I'll prove it. So <laughs> that's all playing out in this really insane way, and then. Um, yeah, it's just it was just a funny moment to me watching him sort of like trail behind them. Yeah. And Katniss sort of trying to put together what's going on, but also a little bit kind of like not 100% sure what's happening. Well, I always think that like I mean, I can't I, I mean, I read the book so it's hard for me to remember if I really thought Peta had like turned on her or not. But I I imagine as a viewer you didn't get that impression that he had turned on her in that moment. No. No, I knew he was just trying to, you know, trying to get through the day. Trying to get through the day, and so was she. And, yeah, I mean, it was... I, I, I was wondering, like, what your tactic would be going into these games. If you were Katniss, or if you were Peter, or if you were any of these characters, what would be your first order of business when you sort of, like, were on the platform and the countdown was happening? So we're in the opposite direction of everybody else? Mm-hmm. And then how would you sort of maintain your status as a person who is alive throughout the game? I would just, i fully depend on camouflage. <laughs> like PETA? So you'd say you're, you'd be more of a PETA. I'm not going to pick blue. 
that's not the color I'm gonna pick. <laughs> the camouflage like he did. But I am gonna I'm gonna give him full tree. So you what you're saying, you wouldn't stalk people and try to kill them, you would just try to wait everybody else out. No, but I would like I may put my I may in for my camo position. If I saw somebody like running away from a group that was coming, I would put my foot out from my tree and I would trip them just so somebody else would take care of it for me. And then I'd look away, uh, close my eyes while they were being like massacred. <laughs> I'd probably try and see if I could get everybody to eat some of those some of those poison berries. <laughs> you... <up> and, like, <laughs> I can imagine you walking around and be like, I made dinner and being yeah, like, Yeah, no, I just like, offering. oh my god, these are so delicious. Nobody can have any. <laughs> and then like that's when everybody's like, Oh, I want some. Or I'd sort of have to get like some my hands on some of that Quaker Quaker oats, like the instant stuff that's easier to make. And then I'd just mm. plop a few berries on top. And I'd be like, peace offering. <laughs> Eat it up. Want to have a little brekkie? Want to have a little brekkie with me? I got a little I got a little brekkie for you and it ain't Meyer. Eat it up. <laughs> um, I'd be very, very that. Yeah, I'd, mm. I'd do a lot of that. Um, probably try poison people. Try and get my hands on some of those those um, those murder bees that were in that. Oh, um, the tracker jackers. Yes. Although mm-hmm. apparently you got to. You've got to take an L yourself because those things get going and they are wild. So it's like they are wild. You go through like the hallucinations. Apparently, the thing that I was surprised about is like when um, Katniss like first wakes up after she's been stung by a few tracker trackers and she like finds the healing leaves on her neck and her arms that Rue had left and she's like she and Rue are sharing a meal, just trying to catch up, see what's going on. And she's like. How long have I been out? And Rue's like, a couple of days. And it's like, you were literally past, you lost a couple of days? That seems long. That also seems like you'd be a sitting duck for anybody who walked by you. Yeah, well, she's not like hidden. She's just literally, it's not like Rue propped right. her up behind some bushes. She's prime for the picking. She's laid <laughs> out in like the middle of like a path. She's just like, <laughs> waiting on the elements i'm surprised that like a wild animal didn't get to her to be completely honest with you like, i know well we, and rue was like protecting her well just making sure that she was like you know but like that's a 12 year old girl there's only so much she can do yeah no it's like no well also i wondered if rue had a plan of their own and was gonna like you know maybe use her as a little bit of bait and hope that maybe somebody comes through and <laughs> like go ahead and jump on this if you need to but rue was good because she was just up high in the sky in the trees all over the place and that was like she had the climbing ability that character. can something can it can anything be more horrifying than being passed out like cadness was and then you're woken up by like a wild boar like eating you oh my god and, like a slumber <laughs> can, anything more nightmarish than that um, I mean, I'm like sure the there is, but I can't possibly think of one. <laughs> and like a boar that's like been like, sort of like, the owners of the boar have like, purposely, the boar hasn't eaten in a couple days. So they know <laughs> that like, it's chomp time. It's hung. It's chomp time. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Oh uh, Davis pointed out to remember it's a controlled arena, so there are no animals unless they want to create them. Well, if they wanted to create one, if they wanted to send like a wild, like what I said, Diger earlier is the last name, and I instantly thought that sounds like a half dog, half tiger. Well, they do have those like mutant hounds that they send in at the end. Also, the thing is, too, the thing that pisses me off about the Hunger Games, it's not 
a fair fight. Yeah, right? no, I completely agree. That is, I agree. It's obnoxious because it's like, oh, also they get they're Obviously, we know the president had ulterior motives, but they're giving mm-hmm. like Cadmus all of these extra, cha- like like that whole little firewall, fa- fire fantasia, fireballs Ex- that they like <laughs> are throwing at her. They're tearing down. You know, it is just like, I mean, it's a it's a statement on what's going on with the environment. I'll tell you that. <laughs> and we won't deny that. But that's the thing. It's like, obviously, the, the idea of the Hunger Games itself is not fair. Like, the form of government that exists is not fair. But really, they're trying not, to act not like... Not fair. The, not like, fair. Like, I love that way of... I love <laughs> that but way the of... game itself, where it's... They, they market it as, like, anybody can win. But that's not true. They have favorites. They want a good show. And they say that several times throughout the movie. Like, they just want a good show. So, if... If your little ass was hiding in the woods for days on end, trying to pretend like you know, trying to wait, I love how you can for me. But in typical Jane fashion, you offered no alternative. What's your genius strategy for surviving Jane and not getting killed oh. in the first fifteen seconds? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you exactly what I would do if I was, um, if I was set, if I was selected for the Hunger Games. I would jump off my platform early and blow my ass up because i knew i would want a quick and easy death god yep because i know i have no chance of winning i would never kill another person so i would throw myself off and get it over with and it would be a statement to the government too look at what you're making me do yeah how deep and then i would become a martyr (laughs) you'd be forgotten so quickly because you would be you would be forgotten so quickly because right after you did that, one of the biggest bloodbaths that anyone had ever seen would take place literally moments later. So it would be like, oh my god, I can't. Believe, oh wait, that kid just stabbed that other kid in the eye with a spear. Like, which, which in in all honesty is a more interesting show than me just like ending my life. But I know myself, Brandon, and you know me too. I could never compete in those games. I would be, oh God, I there. I started this series because I want you to see the second movie, which there are so many moments that, like, I just, like, can't wait for you to see because I know you're going to think they're fucking ridiculous. And they are. And there are certain characters who I would align with in... And I'm oh, I would ingratiate myself to whoever. I'm, I've, yeah. it'd, it'd oh, be you, just, yeah. It'd be just like when you're at summer camp and you make friends with people that you'd never be friends with in real life back at home. But like, you're like, yeah, you're my best friend for the next for the next like month or two, and you like, you become like friends. You share like your deepest secrets with these people. Oh my god! And it's like, there is they, nothing closer than camp friends to call you from Connecticut when you get back home. It's just like, no, I'm back with my real friends until I'm at camp again next year. Don't you get it? I I did use a talk on the phone to my camp friends. <laughs> I remember one time I made a friend from camp that lived in the Bahamas, and his name was Vincent, and he was so sweet. And I'm I came back home and I called him a couple times because we were like, oh, we're gonna be phone pals. And my mom was like, what in the ten ten two twenty is going on up in here? <laughs> and she got that phone bill. She was like swinging. She was like, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> What in the 10, 10, 220? 
For those of you who don't know, I think most of our audience is, well, I know the numbers. The majority of our audience is between 25 and, or I'm sorry, 35 and 45. So I know you know what 1010, 220 is. But for those, those other um, people for who those people who are dating, would, for the people that are dating younger people and pretend to be younger than they are, you didn't feel like you could <laughs> laugh at that joke because you didn't want to give up your gig. And so you're like, I don't care. I don't get it. What? I don't get it either. Um, TikTok. There used to be all these... 1010220 was a a phone number that you would dial before a long distance phone call, right? And then it would like give you a discounted rate. And there were all different variations of it. There was 1010220 and like that was... I think that was the most popular one, but there were different numbers that you could call from different companies that would like cut apparently cut your bill in half but not according to Gwen Kimball when I I just remember like that I just remember it's so funny like people don't remember that of like younger people don't remember that whole I say that like I'm old I'm I'm super young I'm basically he's, a kid he's but, absolutely not he's in the same but age how dare you me. nope, nope she's old. <laughs> but I remember like that whole thing of like who are you talking to my mom always like who are you talking to somebody who my friend where and where Down do they the live Okay, yeah. cool. Like, y'all can, if yeah, I remember people don't have to your... worry about long distance yeah. calls anymore. I was like, if I remember correctly, you you and them, didn't y'all set up like a string with a can attached to it? <laughs> I haven't seen you use that in a while. And you're like but... on the horn to the Bahamas being like, yeah, this is Billy from Talking about nothing, because nothing <laughs> happens in your life when you're 10 years old. Nothing. <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm having fun in school. Yeah, I got a geode. Sure. Get off my phone. You and your friend listening to each other breathe while watching reruns of Power Rangers. No, sir. No, sir. I'm not pegging for it. I'm not paying for it. You don't really want to call somebody long distance. Only people I can talk to long distance were like occasionally my cousins, but mostly just like my grandparents. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Or you'd be like, hey, you call me. Or you'd be on the phone and then you'd be like, okay, I'm going to hang up now. You call me back. Yeah, exactly. Let's do do a little tag. A little back and forth. Um, (laughs) But yeah, no. But these people are, they're obviously fighting for their lives. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Katniss is killing the game. But also, like, I mean, I thought that, okay, her strategy was not the best strategy. And I knew they weren't going to let her just live in the trees. Um, no. <laughs> but I did think, like, well played while it lasted, because it saved yeah. her a little while. It did. Everything she did saved her. I think she's she was a smart... I mean, obviously, she's a very smart player. But they're the people who... She wasn't an aggressor. Because the thing is, like, we're not gonna... We're supposed to identify with Katniss. Although she's a very strong and smart player. Which I necessarily wouldn't be. But she only killed people in defense of her own life. She didn't go out and seek people out. Whereas, like, that group of people who... I don't know... Again, I don't know if they described this very well in the movie. But there are people from the earlier districts. Like, District 1 and 2 and 3. Who, um, they train their whole lives to be selected for the Hunger Games. And when they become eligible, they volunteer. um, Because it's like... An honor. If you win, so if you win the Hunger Games, you get bathed in riches and glory for the rest of your life. So <clears throat> that's that's part of the perk of winning. Um, and there, no, sorry, go ahead. sorry, no, you go. So 
And I also don't know, did they explain who Hamish was very well? If Woody they Harrison? did, I'm, if they did, I oh no, he no he was he won right. He had won at a he won when he was like younger. He he won yeah. obviously, um, and so that was a part of why they brought him in to sort of like guide them. Um, yeah. So all of the tributes get a mentor from their district who has won the games before. And Hamish is the only person who's ever won from District 12. And also, like, he does he like he doesn't seem like he's lived a life of riches, though. That's not like the vibe. He's I get. has he has all the money, but he's a full blown depressed alcoholic because of the things he had to do. Because of to the things that games. he's the things that he's seen. Um, yeah. also there's like this sweet moment when he, when he's alone with, well, there's a moment when they're like on the train and she like, he's sort of talking, they, she's brief, he's briefly met Pika and Cadness, and there's a nope. moment where he's talking, he's, brief, he's briefly <laughs> met, <laughs> he's briefly met Pita and Cadness, and there's a moment though where he's alone with Pita, Pita, he's alone da. with Pita and he's talking to Pita and he's like, no, all you have to do is, and then like Cadness walks in and she's like, what? All you have to do is what? And he's like, no, nothing, nothing, nothing. And she's like, no, give it up. Don't stop talking. Um, and so it's like, oh, what's going to happen here? But then there's this really sweet moment when they're on the elevator together. And he sort of, like, throws, like, some of the biggest, like, n- like nuggets at her as far as, like, information to help her stay alive. And he tells her, like, you know, do not step off of that platform first. When mm-hmm. everybody goes for those weapons, you get out of there. Mm-hmm. Um Okay, I have a question for you. I genuinely don't remember. What happened to the redhead? The redhead girl. Oh, the one who was, like, quiet? The one yeah, yeah, she yeah. ran into first? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so remember when, um, after Peta and Katniss get out of the cave and they've healed, his, his leg is healed, they need to go find food. And so she goes to hunt, and Peta goes to gather berries. And the redhead is following Peta as he's gathering berries and Peta grabs those poisonous berries and like she and he like puts them you know in on his jacket to save and since she's following him she grabs some berries to eat thinking that they're like a sweet thinking that they're you know thinking that Peta knows what the fuck he's doing which is like why are you why are you foraging if you don't know your berries but whatever and And so she ends up dying and so Katniss is hunting and she hears the cannon go off and she thinks it's Peta um and she freaks out she's like oh my god Peta Peta and she finds she finds him and he's like I'm fine I'm fine and he's holding the poisonous berries and she's like no you can't eat those and then they look over and they see the redhead on the ground dead because and her lips are stained from the berry juice because she um ate the berries behind his back glutton <laughs> so she got caught you up in the game. Greedy bitch. <laughs> exactly. Hope you hope you enjoyed your final supper, kid. <laughs> um so so yeah, so that so that happens. And then also like there's this there's like obviously like towards the end of the movie there's this like moment where we have like the sort of showdown between mm-hmm. um between Cato Mm-hmm. And um, Cadmus, K- yeah, and Cato is one of those career people who like volunteered for the games. Yeah, he's a career person. Also, they give him like this monologue, like nobody cares, die. <laughs> yeah, like, like he's like trying to speak. It. He's like trying to speak his truth. 
I know. And he's like, you know, you get caught in the game. It's like after you've seen what I've seen, it's like, go, like go be Dang. food for the for like the the wildebeest of the si- of cyber below. World. Like, it's just like it's so unfair too when they were building those like those like you know I don't know half pit bull half gorillas. I was just like, yeah. what in the world? Also, why do you, why do you always have to make a new animal? Why can't you just like send in like some hippos or? I don't know, maybe not hippo, because they don't know if they're going to get the job done. But, like, when well, you Hippos just... are, like, famously vicious, though. Or, or what about, like, oh, okay. So here goes the smear campaign against hippopotamuses. <laughs> um, no, I'm serious. I remember this because I remember when my cousin Emmy went to Africa and she was showing us pictures of, like, the hippos or whatever. And I was like, oh, my God, they're so cute. And she was like, no, they're, like, the most dangerous animal. They, like, tear humans apart. And then you saw, like, from the photo, like, just a foot hanging out of the hippo's mouth. Yeah. And then she was like, I've seen something that I can never unsee, and I'm changed. And um, I I don't think I will um, be speaking more on this. And so I never really found out the details of that. Do you but, think, um, like, what, is that the perfect murder, then? To, like, get absolutely. your spouse eaten by, like a, like, a hippo? Oh, my God. 100%. On if like two safari. people, if two people go on safari and one person returns, you know, <laughs> you know, there was a setup. Yeah, absolutely. Also, for all of our listeners out there, if you are plotting something, first of all, mm-hmm. don't bring us into it. But second yeah, we of don't all, want to know. Don't call the insurance company the week before or the week after. Okay. Yeah. Have some decorum. <laughs> Dot you know? your eyes and cross your t's like a year before. So it just. Mm-hmm. Do you play the long game, as they say? Yeah, exactly. That's what I. Yeah, you mm-hmm. pay pay that insurance up. Exactly. Okay? And Make do sure it for a couple years if you can. So that's just what you do, and not something mm-hmm. weird that happened. But mm-hmm. yeah, don't call the insurance company the week before to be like, "Hey, I was just curious. Take a look at par- at policy four five eight zero six. And you know what? While I'm at it, add another couple mil on it. <laughs> I'll be talking to y'all again real soon. <laughs> If you say that, I would say like, I would say definitely don't end the phone call with "I'll be talking to y'all again real soon." I would say that is probably an indicator of nefarious activity. Or if you're like, he 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 he, he ain't never gonna know what hit him. I can't believe I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do. Guess I'm gonna have to make my peace with my maker afterwards. Ooh wee. Uh-huh. Why is it like a southern bell? <laughs> oh, that's right. This is the Carol Baskin story, if I've ever heard one. Yeah, Dave. Just Absolutely, us she is. I mean, they have not. Found she didn't have things, to go so. on safari. She just really had everything. She'd set up safari her, in her backyard. She had a. She had her sanctuary in mm-hmm. place. As Dave just screamed through the door like a madman, she brought the safari to her. So Dave's Dave's joke. Um, you got one in, David. He said he hates us both. Um, he's a monster. Um, but yeah, no, I thought it was a real. I thought it was kind of like an underutilization of like Liam Hemsworth. I don't know what an appropriate utilization of him is because I don't know his acting abilities. But I don't know his acting ability either. But let me tell you, I am, I, I stand strong tall and staunchly on team gale so (laughs) i would have liked a little bit more screen time for gale than for Peta, because i find Peta kind of 
to be like a whiny bitch. Teen Gale sounds like, like, uh, like a, like a group of power walkers that are participating in like Race for the Cure. <laughs> and it's like for their friend Gale. Teen I Gale. Mean, Gale is definitely like, and not to, you know, gender no, do anything it. or problematic. You know, go for it. <laughs> not to be problematic, but then to go ahead and just finish up the sentence being entirely problematic. Gale is sort of an old woman's name in my yes. mind. Famous. I mean, there are so many like, names like that though that you like you're like you forget. Like Jody's mm-hmm. one of those names too. Can a can a do, are there men named Jody? Yes, absolutely. Huh, I don't know if I've ever met one. Yeah. Um, absolutely no there are a lot of those names they're the ones that we that we think of like we think of jamie we think of like a Corey. um we think of what like what does we think of like a like are a you Rose. are you listing like gender neutral names yeah oh i wasn't i wasn't sure what you're doing yeah I what mean, did you think we were talking about i had no idea brandon i am generally just trying to figure it out all the time around here so pardon me for asking questions <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, we've got somebody here who suggests a movie that they, if they were placed into the Hunger Games, they would be unprepared to play the game. I say that like we have to be prepared to do whatever characters in. The I know it's like, <laughs> um, let's talk about Exit to Eden. What are you prepared to do, Brand? Oh, I can see. Oh, I see you running around that island with a bustier on. <laughs> Thank you. I take that as a compliment. Um, <laughs> and, and acting reckless and taking a trip to the Big Easy. <laughs> I mean, I do see you running around um, that island with a Bustion as well, but that's just sort of a like a nightmare that I have sometimes when I. I would have sleep. whatever. I would have that <laughs> wig on, and then I'd have to deal with you telling everybody it wasn't my hair. You're always <laughs> clocking everybody. You whispering to other guests. It's extensions. <laughs> and then them being like well, I do not do that to my I do not do that to my and then them being like well he walked up to us and the first thing he said was this is my real hair so we find it hard to believe that what you're saying is true <laughs> it seems like you're trying to prove something <laughs> so I always any room that I walk into I just I walk up to people and I just say I know what your discussion was about mm-hmm. but uh this hair on my chinny chin chin and this hair on my scalpy poop <laughs> it's a mine it grew that way <laughs> and me lucky <laughs> Jane enough. sorry that's your catchphrase how could I thank you <laughs> oh, I don't have to send that cease and desist over now bad enough dealing with this producer that's you know, Ugh, been on the fritz lately um, <laughs> on the but fritz yeah, like he's so... an electronic <laughs> So Katniss is going to get to make it home to her, her um, mother, as she calls her the disappointment. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she saved her sister. What was her sister's name? Primrose. Prim. I thought her name was Bryn. When you said <laughs> Prim earlier, I was... And, and I made note of it because I was like, oh, so her name's Bryn and her name's Katniss? All right. <laughs> Rude to one kid. Give the other kid, like, a name that they can, like, contend with. Um... <laughs> Because it's you just have... like, yes. That's always your first question, I feel like, when... Um, that's always the first question, I feel like, when you, like, um, are dealing with, like... You find out somebody has, like, a wild name. 
Mm-hmm. And then you like you like you know somebody comes to you and they're like, oh yeah, my name's Galaxy, and then like this is my sister Mary, and you're like, what? <laughs> what happened here? <laughs> that was lost. Um, so yeah, no. Um, but cat, but we have our we have our two winners. We have uh, Katniss. She she played the game and she kind of called the bluff. I don't know if do you think Katniss was prepared to eat those berries? I think she was prepared to eat them. I think she very much knew she wouldn't be. I you think, think she, she was, knew that they wouldn't that they wouldn't uh, they be. wouldn't let them both die because that then had put the power in the people's hands more so than the game maker's hands and it would also be an incredible disappointment to the people who watch the game too because they need to have a winner a winner winner chicken dinner yeah also that everybody was so invested in that love story that was developing between right exactly so Um, like they don't want to watch them kill each other too you know like i just don't see a world where where they could have let either of them die you know yeah not with that gorgeous head of hair on 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 jennifer lawrence i mean frankly she's making me want to be a brunette again she i mean for like a girl who i guess is destitute or whatever like she's a Mm -hmm. thick luxurious head of (laughs) i know she's got a gorgeous like chestnut braid coming up and honestly (laughs) it looks great and i'm like should i go back to being a brunette and have like that sort of rich chocolatey chestnut hair i think so well watch this space as they say we'll see what happens you know <laughs> i'll keep tabs on you and i'll have that investigative reporter that i've had following you around um let me know what kind yeah of... about that i'd like them to leave me alone <laughs> If I see you walking back into your house with a box from the store, with a box of just for women, then I will know that um, the game is You think I have the audacity to take that into my own hands? You know, I've had too many hair disasters to to let anything but a professional touch my head. Dave brought up a really good point that you can forge for those good berries to keep your locks lush. So maybe you could make them into like, <laughs> a, like some sort of paste. It's probably not toxic on your scalp. It's probably just toxic. Um, emphasis on probably, um, just toxic if you eat them. But oh, is that that's good for hair out. growth? Yeah, yeah, maybe I'm sure. Go ahead and find those. Do you ha- do you have access to any of those delicious? Berries? I can see I if I can rustle up some. I know I, I have some cyanide tablets somewhere, and I think huh? that you can, if you if you use those to make a paste, you pop one in your mouth, and then okay. just um, mm-hmm. yeah. It'll take care of it. And you'll probably have a really, like, fun, like, like if you want to do, like, a fiery redhead moment, I think that'd be a really so neat way to... all I need to do to get my hair to be the way that I want it is to either get those berries or take a cyanide tablet, right? And that'll take care of the rest for you. And you won't have to worry about anything else after that, I can promise you. That's great. I'm glad... <laughs> I, you know, it's so nice that you, you give me this advice and... <laughs> helpful um suggestions on this mm-hmm. podcast too because it's not just for me everybody else can hear it <laughs> i hate that giggle so much i need to call the insurance company make sure that everything's tight and right on that policy that i put out on you though just before you do anything okay i'm gonna give them yeah. a call and just to, not about you no 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 you long oh, live okay. long live okay. jenny okay. um but just about some other stuff i just want to make sure that that billion dollar mm-hmm. policy um, that I'm unprepared to pay the premium on is in place. Um, they're gonna be like, you never paid us. Like, 
first of all, <laughs> this policy, first of all, we're State Farm. So we don't like, do billion I'm dollar policy. That's not how this works. <laughs> and just because you wrote it on the piece of paper and then put pretty please after it doesn't mean that we're going to be like fulfilling your wishes. There are so many things you needed to do. <laughs> and also stop calling me Jake from State Farm. <laughs> Yeah, we're not all Jake. He really ruined everything for us. My name, ironically, is Flo. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Jenny well, and all of our listeners out there. Um, wait, no, what were you going to say? I was going to say, was there anything else you wanted to discuss about this movie? I th- no, I think we covered it all. It was, I think uh, we did. Top to it bottom. It was a, fan- a fantastic foray into the <laughs> ferocious fight. For freedom. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I know the answer to this, but I, you know, we got to ask at the end of every episode, would you, Brandon, watch this movie again? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. That's funny. Cause I thought, I thought I would get a more resounding no from you. I'm glad that it's not. Cause I love this movie. I think it's really well done. Yeah, no, I wouldn't watch it again. Once I actually thought about it, like, I don't know the scenario. It's a really long movie. And I don't know the scenario in which Mm -hmm. I would be like, like, if it was on somewhere, like, Mm -hmm. I would probably tune in. But I don't know the scenario where I would click on it. Where you put it on again. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay. That that tracks. I mean, I, I, you know, it's, I know it's not your genre, but I do think out of this sort of. It's better. No, it's better than Twilight, though. It is a better film than Twilight. Yeah. It's better acted, it's better produced, it's better written. Like it's just it's it's also it's also a story for a person that you can root for <laughs> as opposed Absolutely. to um Becky with the good blood who you don't care about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. you want you want Katniss to do well, whereas in Twilight you hate the main character. Or at least yeah. we do. <laughs> Yeah, some people are probably rooting rooting for her and her journey, I'm sure. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Well, good. I'm glad you watched it. You know, I don't think I could have ever gotten you to watch it under any other circumstances. So. No. Now, do you have a movie for me next week? Because I know that this is sort of how this kind of thing works. Like, I choose, Oh, you choose, finally choose, figured choose, out choose, what's choose. going on. I, I am trying read. to, I'm like getting the pattern now. So Slowly, slowly but surely. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, oh God, I was deciding between two movies. I'm not going <gasps> to give you, I'm not going to give you the two of them because one of them you've heard of and one of them you haven't. Ooh. I just have to like rip the bandaid off. Um, oh my God. Jane, I am going to give you to watch next week. Krippendorf's Tribe. I've never heard of that. Oh, then then you're in for a doozy. Um, is that the one you think I hadn't heard of? How do I spell that? No, that was the one I thought you had heard of. Krippendorf. Oh, Krippendorf. You can't look Tribe. it up right now, Jane. No, I'm just. I need to. 1998. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I just I have to Google it. If it's a movie that I have not heard of, I have to Google it while we're talking about it. Otherwise, I will forget the name and have to text you So you, you know later. nothing about it? No. Never okay. heard of it. Maybe I have, but it doesn't. it's not ringing any bells right now. Okay. So, that'll be a fun Well, I can't I wait. I can't wait. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to us chat about The Hunger Games. We enjoyed it. We hope you did, too. If you want more of us... <laughs> You can follow us on social media 
at Instagram and on Facebook at Movies We Missed and on Twitter at MWMChat. And if you're feeling generous and spicy and want to give us a very kind compliments only review on Apple Podcasts, we would love that. It means a lot to us. Um, and we appreciate you and love you. And we will see you next week for Krippendorf's Tribe. Did I say yeah, that right? yeah. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye bye. I'll be talking to y'all again real soon.